Studio Sylvia Silversmith. Hello, everyone. And Marsha Jeremiah MacDonald. Marsha Jeremiah at your service. And as that posh announcer just said earlier, this is the Dookie Radio Show because we've got nothing better to do and neither do you. <laughs> you finally got it right that time, Dookie. <laughs> we are all doing this via remote recording technology. Yeah. I'm waving at you now, Dookie. Indeed. And if you, the listener, has the Dookie Radio Show webcam link, we are all waving at you. We're, we're always waving to at you, you. at you. There's waving going on. Uh, yeah. The royal waving, you know, like the queen does. The that, royal That wing. weird two-finger, you yes. know, horizontal thing. I usually do other things with two fingers, but that's for another broadcast. That sounds like, a, that sounds like dessert talk. It's good dessert talk. Yeah, okay. The one thing about the obvious is that it's made us do things which we normally wouldn't do. Doing some weird shit, Dookie. And one of the first things that I did that was out of the ordinary... That let you know that shit is weird. Indeed. The thing that made you think, now shit's getting weird, right? Indeed. Okay. Is prior to the total closure of our doors. Yeah. As it were. Yeah. I drove to Canby Island for pleasure. Welcome to Canby Island. I don't know what that is. This is Thames Delta. I know what that is, Dookie. Because you and I went there last summer. We did. Wasn't it when your battery went dead and then you had to revive it? Yes. And then... In order to revive it, I needed to keep the engine ticking over for an hour. And your dog really loves going in the car. Yes. So you said... Let's just go to Canby Island. Hey, oh, let's go. Canby Island is... It's not an island. Is it, it an island? I mean, is it officially an island? Does it jut? It, it does. There's some jutting going on. It juts into the... The North Sea. The river. Thames oh, estuary. the sea. Okay, the sea. It's, it's, a kind of, it's where the estuary becomes the North Sea. the river. Okay, yes. Okay, so... When you're at Canby Island, it does say seafront rather than riverfront. I see. You need to tell people about, like, what it's like, though. Beautiful is what it's like. Yes, it's beautiful. I would also say you kind of get a Brexity vibe. Uh, there is an element of that, and the statistics speak for themselves. Yes, but you know there are a lot of Union Jacks. There are a lot of St George uh, flags. Yes, so uh, on display. Yes, there's a which is fine. There's nothing necessarily wrong. It's about intent. Yeah, you know there might be something wrong with it. And people can vote however they wish. It's part of the democratic process. Yeah, all right. Wilco Johnson, who is from Canby Island, yes. you know, he's been around the world and everywhere, and he considers it to be the most beautiful place that he's ever seen. Yes. Um, there's only white people. And if you ain't white, you ain't right. Yes. I'm just trying to paint a picture. I'm not, I'm not criticizing it if you're from Canby. I'm just, you know, you have to paint a picture for people if they haven't been. Because pre-last year, when people said Canby Island, I had no idea what it was like. So... Canby Island gave the world Dr. Feelgood. The band. Okay. We have to paint the picture that there's, there's, it's Brexity. There's a lot of Union Jacks. There's only white people. Um, There's a number of stores that sell alcohol that are called, like, Booze Are Us. Mm. Booze Brothers, I think, is actually genuinely one of the places. That's us, good. So, you know, where where you get your alcohol in bulk. Mm. Okay. We want the finest wines available to humanity. We want them here, and we want them now. And so when we went 
you kind of made a joke like, oh, there's a really big Jewish community here. Just thinking, ha ha, you know, this is the last place on earth you would see an Orthodox Jewish Indeed. place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And guess what happens? We saw a family of about nine all on bicycles, just dominating it on a on a bike path. What's not to love? So I Dominating don't know, so, it. What does that really mean? Yeah, what, what does They're that mean? They're dominating it, man. The one thing which is interesting about it is, rather than there being disharmony, is that the new arrivals are being treated as well as they can be under the circumstances. Yes, it was very interesting because, you know, the Orthodox Jewish people are finding it more and more difficult to buy property in London. They often have very, very large families. And they often have large families. So, And it's difficult for any of us to buy property in London because it's so ridiculously expensive. So, And especially if you have a large family and you want a house. And so I don't know why, but they decided Canvey Island is a place because... Well, I guess I do know why, because we pass lots of lovely homes, mm. detached homes, mm. where you get like a driveway. Your money goes further and in your Canby. money goes a lot further. And hey, presto, you're right on the the seafront. Mm. And Or is it a riverfront? We need to debate okay. this another time. So you just we'll think, reserve a time we'll just reserve to debate a time. it. I, I think eight o'clock tonight, Dookie. Sounds good. Okay, we'll zoom it. Um so you just think you have one community living there who might not be open to different ways of proceeding about your life. Indeed. And another community who are known for being cloistered and they, they have a way of living. And bringing these two things together, you might think it might be like thunder, you know, like, like when the when it's cold but then it's hot and then you get thunder you think it might be that which is also known as the british summer and it wasn't it wasn't like that no so what's not to love like you're kind of selling it to me like so why is it an odd thing that you would go there it it isn't a a destination uh that is typical in in modern britain you know at one time you know in the 1950s when staycations were the norm People who were in, yes, okay, we're using that word for real, okay, yeah. People in, you know, Greater London, in London, would go there and they would be able to take in the the wonderful air and the the, the sea air, river air, air, you know, that's near a body of water, fresh air, fresh air. Did you bring your dog? Uh, Last year and this year, was it nice? It was very nice. Did it like it? Did it? Molly liked it. (laughs) Yeah, sorry, I'm not allowed to call it. it. That's okay. okay. It's did she like it? She loved it. She loved it. You're kind of selling it to me. You know, like I want to go. Rather than being picturesque, there's a a certain bleakness, which I actually like. Incidentally, I drove to Canby with Molly the Sprolly the day before quarantine happened. Oh, so that was your, like, Thelma and Louise. Like, you're driving off the cliff. Let's keep going. And I had a proper Thelma and Louise moment, Molly and Dukey moment, in which I just said to my dog, Let's just keep going. Let's keep going. Uh, Dookie, I'm a little bit pissed off with you now, I got to say, because, you know, I would have been the Louise to your Thelma. Really? Yeah. Dookie, you and I have seen the original, whereas uh, Marcia's only reference is the Gaga and Beyonce video, which I must say is astounding. You've been a very bad girl. A very, very bad, bad girl, Gaga. I know they get up to all sorts of crimes and They get up to being beautiful. Well, indeed, that goes without saying. Dookie... Can I say the odd thing that I've done? Because I feel, I kind of feel like I need to make a confession. Oh, right. Forgive me, Dookie, for I have sinned. How long has it been since your last confession? Well, never. That's fine. Okay, so I was raised Methodist and you don't do this kind of thing. When you've done something bad as a Methodist, you just work a lot harder. (laughs) (laughs) No no hail Mary. No, no, the next week you just work yourself into the ground. Yeah, Mm. like before you're doing like 16 hours a day, then you're doing like 22 hours a day. You know, that kind of thing. Right. That's Protestant confession. Does that mean that if I was hiring some kind of a construction concern, I should utilise positive discrimination, Yes. hire Methodists. Oh, get the Methodist in. But ensure that there are loads and loads of vices surrounding Oh, good idea. The construction like a Like a rat's maze. Mm, indeed. Yeah, like this drink indeed. is one. Right. Uh, fornication. And then, you know, and then they just have to work even harder. Basically, I would create a pop-up strip 
club yes. next to ah, the construction site. You're, I'm all over it. Which the Methodists can make use of. I'm all over this. And then partake in things that, that are deemed to be sinful. Yes. And then work harder work there. as a way of, of dealing with their own personal penance. Dookie, they'll just work. It's like the medieval Catholic version of um, hitting yourself with a whip kind of thing, sleeping on a bed of nails. It's like the the Methodists just work harder and harder. You know, before you know it, your house is built in like a week. Like you got a mansion. It's been built in a week mm. to, to a high standard. Food for thought. So, Dookie, my confession. What have you done? Have you ever bought a pallet of anything? I have once. Okay. I bought a pallet of rocks for my front garden. Oh, wow. Does it wow. ever <laughs> get more rock and roll uh, than that? Wah, 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 middle class alert. Indeed. Wah, wah. It's actually two pallets. So you can understand buying a uh, two. You mm. can understand buying a pallet of something like that. Mm. Something that comes large. Yes. So mine... I bought a pallet of eggs. Yes. How many eggs are we talking about approximately? 30. Right. Oh, so you bought one of those huge trays. Dookie, it was... She came... (laughs) She came home and she had the red face of shame. And it's not even like we eat that many eggs, right? Because I'm not a big you know, egg eater, and neither is she. So I don't even know what... I had a moment of panic. And, and and the reason I have to confess to it is because, I, and vegans, you by all means, send me hate mail. You can write it in a letter, babe. I'm a vegetarian. I'm not a vegan. I, I do feel very strongly about buying organic free range. Because I'm going to eat the eggs. I don't want the hens to in any way suffer a moment I want them to be so happy. You want these cocks to be happy. I want the cocks don't lay eggs, but it's still a funny joke. (laughs) (laughs) I will. I just wanted to get the word cock in there. Yeah, no, I I know. I'm so sorry. I will pay over the odds for eggs. So I, I, I usually pay a lot of money for the organic Prince Charles, you know, free range, so that I can feel comfortable buying the eggs. I go into the newsagent. And I'm buying... The great purveyor of eggs. The big, well, see, you know the one I'm talking about. I know the one. It's just a news agent. It's a perfectly pleasant news it's, agent. It's pleasant. Very nice. It, there's nothing special about it. There are other news agents, but this is and the one we choose to go to. There genuinely is other news agents, but the, the guy in there is really nice. Mm. You know, the really tall guy. He's really tall. Jesus Christ, you're tall. He's very tall. He's really tall, and he's really friendly, but not in an overbearing way. Mm. Um. And I was just in there buying, you know, just panic buying, basically, like the Flesh Tetris song. Panic Just as I was going to put my stuff on the counter for the purchase, I turned and I saw this pallet of eggs. And Dookie, I grabbed it. Is there an egg shortage happening at the moment well, in the UK? not that I know of. Right, but you But I had a moment of insanity. Right. Dookie, this woman is like she grew up during rationing. She's like totally freaking out about not having enough of stuff. So she bought toilet roll from the office supply store. Oh. And you know how that comes? It comes in a fucking pallet. Aren't those designed to be put in a unit? One of those huge units One that of the huge. office workers can make use of yeah, for, Dookie's... for at least a you know yeah. a month. So a e- large yeah, office. Yeah, yeah. So no, I'm not exaggerating. One of these toilet rolls is the size of one of the tires on your Volvo. I'm not exaggerating. I'm seriously not. Oh, I'm, I'm aware. seriously not exaggerating. Yeah, they're like wagon wheels. Yeah, no, it's a wagon. So she goes and orders six of them. You have six wagon wheels and of loo roll. So, and then she tells me that. How come I'm only hearing about this now? Because I was running because of low the shame. On roll. Shame, 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 shame on you. Right, so it takes the Dookie Radio Show recording session for you to come clean. Dookie, my psychological issues about having enough of stuff, you people... Eggs and ass wipe. Yeah, yeah, eggs and ass wipe. You people who are going through this lockdown thing, for you guys, this is new. For me, this is my whole life. 
because my mom grew up with rationing. So she kind of planted it in my head that enough was never enough. Oh, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Producer, cue the track Welcome to My World. Welcome to my world. Oh, thank you. Oh, see? Please see, continue. See, that's good. So I live like this my whole life. Like, I will buy two of everything. So when the lockdown was coming... Somebody told me, somebody in the know said, you might want to start stocking up on rice and beans. Now, I didn't take that as like a, a friendly little hint. I went into full on meltdown. So is this person Jamaican? You know, the whole rice and peas thing? Are they? No, she wasn't. She's right. whiter than white. Oh, my gosh. She's so white. Um, so does she live in Canby? She could possibly live in Canby. She's one of those Americans who is she's very intense. Anyway, so. I freaked out and I went online and I bought six of these. This is just like the day before lockdown. Marsha was home and when they delivered it. Right. Nikki, the delivery guy from the office supply store looked at me like I was a dick. That's a dick move right there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Well, certainly, you know, somebody that likes to have a dump. A dick dookie. Yeah, or that. Like, looking at me like, what are you doing? What are you Mm. doing? Uh, You know, usually, like, the delivery guys who deliver around where we live, like, they're all really nice. True. Like, they're really cool. You know, like, that little postman guy, the little guy? Lovely, lovely. The little bald dude who runs everywhere. He's really nice. Yes. And then there's the good-looking one with the long braids and the nice glasses. He's really cool. Right? He said he liked your glasses. Yes. Yeah. So, he has a you know, good taste in spectacles. Yeah. So, th- this, so th- this guy who delivered the toilet roll mm. looked at me. He wasn't nice. He probably was thinking this is the only address where he's delivered to, which isn't an office. It, it, yeah. Exa- and, and the thing is, is that you think the toilet paper is in a box. It wasn't. It was just wrapped in like cellophane. So you knew exactly what it was. Mm. And it weighs a ton. Six wagon wheels of it's loo roll. Six wagon wheels of loo roll. And then she goes and buys a pallet of eggs. I'm so sorry. So now we've got all these eggs. And now I really don't want to eat them because I really have a freaky thing about they're not free range. And these hens that have laid these eggs have really suffered. Mm. So now I just I, I can't eat them. So I think I'm going to give them to my neighbors. But then I, I bumped into my neighbor six feet away. So so distant. But she, well done. Yeah. So well done. She kind of said, you know, you guys, OK. And I said, do you need any eggs? And she looked at me like like I'd kind of gone a little bit cuckoo luku. Mm. So th- it's not really working for me. This oh, whole, dear. This whole thing. So dookie. And also, I don't mean to be graphic, but how can I put it delicately? How much shitting can one person do? Oh, you're on the eggs. No, in a way, I'm doing the opposite of that. Aren't eggs a means of not having to make use of the loo roll? Don't they kind of keep everything? Oh, you mean they bind you up? Yes. Um, But when you have the squits, for instance, diarrhea. I I dated this guy once and I told him I couldn't go over to his house because I was having, you know, I phrased it really delicately because I said to him, you know, I can't really come over because... Things are a little troublesome. I'm making God's gravy. And he, uh, and, and he said to me, we, we just have some eggs and it'll bind you up and come on over. Kind of like, because it was kind of like a booty call. Oh. And I was like, mm. Oh, I just love a yes. diarrhea stained ass. <laughs> it's the least sexy thing that anybody's oh. ever said to me, May I ever. take you from behind, please? <laughs> But, like, but only just have the one egg. So it's basically saying, you know, once you get a little bound up, come over here and do me. Mm. Yeah, it, it wasn't a sexy, sexy time. Ooh. Maybe I prefer it if you had diarrhea. Anyway. Oh, can I just say one more thing that I've done? <laughs> Go it's, for it. I, I made my own powdered sugar. Is this something that you've been meaning to do as a hobby for a while? It, it's or? terrible times. Maybe I prefer it if you make your own powdered sugar. Well, you know that carrot that carrot cake that I left for you on your the little ledge thing that's outside your front door. Oh yes, incidentally, so, Sylvia Silversmith makes a, a most amazing carrot thank cake. You. Um, it was it was really good mm. uh, um, with the eggs with the eggs. I made it for Easter and also to use up a couple of the eggs because <laughs> at least when they're mixed into the cake batter, I can't see them, so you know it makes it a little bit either. You made the cake without free range eggs. Yes, don't remind uh, me. It was the taste of bitter, oh, bitter shame. It just oh, now that I know that, uh, the pleasure has been diluted somewhat. 
So with the frosting, the frosting calls for powdered sugar. Mm. And I realized that I didn't have enough. Now, in, in these days that we're living in, you can't just, you know, go out to the store and just buy anything. True. Because it's, it's a thing, right? So I made my own powdered sugar. Right. You know how you do it? How do you do it? Yeah, listeners are probably going, of course, you just whip it up in the food processor. You just take some normal sugar and you whip. But the genius is, because I Googled it, you add a little bit of um, cornstarch. So it gives you that more powdery texture. Oh, right. What, what, was that frosting not amazing? The frosting was incredible. Was It was good. Was, was the good. frosting better because you maybe. made the powdered sugar? Maybe. And maybe because of the um, slave eggs. Don't, Dookie, don't. She's going to be doing something. Should should we move on to something odd that we've all been doing as as a result of this whole dealio? I I do not know where you're going, but I'm intrigued. I know a lot of people, because we have friends who who share kind of our same political bent, you know, Mm. that kind of left-wingy kind of thing we all got, you know, people Mm. we know kind of got going on. Probably a lot of people who listen to the show got going on. All of a sudden, we found ourselves. Ah. You know what I'm going to say? I know where you're yeah, going. What am I going to say? Boris Johnson y- being worried about yeah, it. Yeah, all of a sudden we find ourselves caring. Yes. About Dick Pipe. Indeed. Indeed. I like to just think of his name as Richard Pipe. Okay. Richard Pipe. I was so confused about how to feel. That I called some friends of mine, uh, he, uh, one of my friends, he, he works for the Green Party. Mm. They live in Brighton. They're, they're very crunchy. They're crunchy. They're so crunchy that they're not even, I asked them how they're doing for groceries and stuff. And they were like, oh, it's okay. We got one of those places around the cor- corner where you bring your own container and you fill it up with dried beans. You know, that, you know they're really mm. crunchy people. Lovely people. So he works for the Green Party. And I called him up. I had a, a, a call with him just to ask him, how do I feel about uh, Dick Pipe being sick? And he told me how to feel, and then I felt that, and then I felt okay. I suppose you need to, I'm presuming this is where he went. Yeah. You need to separate the the human from the cunt. Yeah. The politician needs to be detached from the father-to-be, the father of, does he have four or five children already? Uh, five, I think five. So the the new kid, that's that's kid number six. I, I, th- I think so. Right, but anyway, a a father of a number of sprogs. Yeah, and then you so suddenly you're worried about the human rather than the PM. Some people were saying this on social media, like you you know you, you to start wishing death on people might not be the most human thing that we can do but then other, i read other people commenting saying like you know but the guy's a dick you know and i could kind of see both sides and but robert who's my friend you you've met him he's lovely and and very intelligent um i have and he is and and his partner is lovely and very intelligent uh, uh he told me that i should as a human being be you know not want wishing death on uh prime minister richard pipe mm. so i felt okay yeah that's that's how i should feel and uh, that and i felt that so in, inherently you were conflicted about feeling compassion for a person that you normally have disdain for. Kind of, yeah. Compassion's a strong word. Um, mild concern. Yeah, let's call You were it. conflicted that you had mild concern yeah. over a character that you normally... Yeah. Let's in just say, his uh, guise you know, as the nation's leader, yeah. you have disdain for. Yeah, like not wanting and not actively wanting him to die. Mm. And yeah, so that was a strange thing, right? That we were all kind of sitting there feeling like, oh, now I got to feel sorry for this guy, mm-hmm. right? And that's hard. True. It was hard. He's better now and, you know. Let's make 2020 the start of something special. Prince Chucky was right out there again, right? He He's was like... made of strong yeah, stuff. Yeah, I know. I was like, you know... Think you know, about how long, you know, his, you know, Nan lived to be... 
I know. So, you know, not and, to mention Philip and, uh, and his mum. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even have time to be conflicted about however he was doing because one minute they said, you know, he kind of has it. The next minute he was opening up the Excel Center that they've turned into a hospital. And I was like, that's only been like a couple of weeks between mm. finding out that the old guy was sick and you know, whatever you feel about the royal family. It was like, wow, he got out there pretty quick, right? You know, right or wrong, you know, whatever. The best care with also good genes. Yeah, the thing is that you got to be, you know, you were, everybody's thinking about everybody's health and then that, anyway. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. In her house. I like her clean. Let's see what Slutty Sue is doing in her house. Are you done with those mugs? To a mere pedestrian or uninitiated local, Penge may appear to be an unremarkable suburb of London. Neither city nor country, neither posh nor destitute. But in this quiet enclave, in the southeastern quarter of our nation's capital is an Art Deco semi-detached house owned and occupied by a North American transplant to Blighty named Slutty Sue. She likes to clean. I popped into Slutty Sue's pristine abode and asked, Slutty Sue, what have you been up to? My next-door neighbour, the vicar... When lockdown happened, he'd been in Africa on a missionary position. So I've been going to his house every day to give his big organ a French polish so it doesn't go rusty. Mmm, dirty. Let's talk about nuns. Okay. Oh, yes. Um, nuns. Now, my memory of nuns is not very Yuki, pleasant you've got many memories so i've talked about the methodism and mm. you have the catholicism indeed dookie you've turned out very well <laughs> you've turned out so so well oh thank you how many nuns did you know loads were they all loads. called and i don't mean this in like um a horrible way. I mean, how many of them were called Sister Mary Catherine or Sister Catherine Mary? Uh, there are loads. I knew a, a number who had a, a, a variations on those two names. Did you know any that had any different names? Like Sister, like Jaconda. Sister. There are a couple of uh, exotic Beyonce. names. Yes. Yeah, really? Yes. You had a Sister Beyonce. Wouldn't that be great? <laughs> <laughs> Sister Beyonce. <laughs> Sing me a tune. This is Sister Kelly and Sister Beyonce. It's quite fitting that you are coming up with musical references because I was sent um, some footage of uh, a gaggle of nuns. Okay. Is, is that the collective now? It is now. Because I use that for drag queens. Nuns, drag queens, you know, kind of similar... But, you know, there is you're a dressing similarity. Up, you're dressing up because you decided at some point in your life that that's how you wanted to spend your life, right? Indeed. Yeah, similar. Uh, both communities are incredibly dedicated to the cause. Very dedicated. And... But uh, it takes a lot of work. Indeed. Yeah. One worships God, the other worships Rue. Rue, yeah. Which, Mama Rue. in a way, you know, there are parallels yeah, yeah. Be between yeah. the two. It's all good. The footage that I was sent um, had about, ooh... 30 or so nuns or giving it large yeah to queen's we will rock you yeah and some of the nuns were doing convincing air guitar they were and doing freddie mercury proud bless their hearts now number one it's a difficult song to sing. That is very true. Uh, number two, not the normal subject matter for a whole host of reasons that you would think that, uh, you know, sort of women in habits would normally embrace. And it was wonderful. It was really, really, really good. It was very cool. It looks like they just finished, and, and here's my Methodism popping up again. Mm. It looked like they just finished with a potluck and things they were just going a little nutty. Like they a little bit too much of the communion wine maybe had been 
you know, drunk, which you would never have at a, a potluck because Protestants and the drink that just doesn't happen. Whereas the Catholics is fabulous because they did. They really did. Do you think they took a few nips off the communion wine? Oh, without a doubt. Oh, without absolutely. a doubt. Do you think that if you showed them a picture of Queen, the people in Queen, oh, and said these are the people whose song that you're singing. Do you, do you think they would say, oh, of yes. course, that's Freddie. Yes, I will tell you why. Oh, okay, yes, go ahead. Because obviously, We Will Rock You, it has that drum beat. Yes. That, that's, and it's really for that reason that it's become such a, a yes. mainstay okay, sports yes. event. Yes, yeah. I saw two of the sisters in this video yes. doing the claps from oh, Radio Gaga. That's true. You, you can only do that if you've seen the video. Indeed. Oh, yes. So they were using claps from the Radio Gaga video and for very good reason, you know, uh, uh, adapting it to their rendition of We Will Rock You. Wow. Some of those sisters knew Queen. Hip and happening nuts, Indeed. man. Freddie would have been very proud. Those sisters really, really were impressive. This is a segue. A segue? Yeah, okay. okay. So, uh, well, so you're talking about nuns and yes. I'm thinking like Sylvia did like, having a confession Do, i don't even know if i can say this oh my oh god oh here we go dookie Marsha, how long has it been since your last confession oh i'm with Sylv. i'm like never you know i wasn't even raised anything so i can't even you know nothing i was raised with no no shame it's shame shame We're all children under dog. Yeah, I think we're all children under rue. Indeed. That's, we talk about drag queens a lot. Um, uh, this actually has brought me a lot of shame. And Oh, dear. Yeah. Talk to me. Well, talk we have me. some neighbors. In fact, you've met them because we went to another, we went to Mr. Hot Tub's party once. Yes. Mr. Hot Tub, that's the subject that we've covered in other shows. We have. And and we can certainly cover it again. But we went and and she's a very nice person. She lives you know in between where we live and where you live in the neighborhood, right? Yes. Uh I'm not going to mention her name. I'm going to take I'm drinking opiates and and I need this to carry on with this story. For those people who are not linked up to Dookie Radio Show's <laughs> webcam technology, Marsha has just taken a sip off of some fizzy good from the looks of it. It's fizzy good. Um, are we talking about solpadine here? Yeah, we, we are. There are other, well, there are, well, there's other ways to get your opiates, but you, kids, you don't want to do that. So mm. Just get them, you know, mild. Um, fizzy good make feel nice. Yeah, it makes you feel nice. Um, so she's a nice person, this woman who is our neighbor. Mm. She's a conservative person, uh, not in her politics, but in just her, you know, her way of living. Mm. Right. And would you agree with that? She is. Like, she's not. Not necessarily easily offended. No. They're more Michael McIntyre than they are Bill Hicks in okay. their comedic tastes. Maybe. But yeah. Okay. So let's say this. So let's say she's a Heather. Oh, As in the film Heathers. Yeah. Mm. She, but she's more, she's older now. So like Americans, you will know this reference. She does a lot of shopping at Pottery Barn. Okay. Over here, maybe. Oh, and that's another American reference. Like Bed Bath and Beyond. You know, it's that kind of like level. She likes her handicrafts. Is that right? Yeah. You know, just to say, you know, like I have a bob, you know, that kind of you know, I know a lot of people that have bobs. She's that a bit aren't. daring and may have a GNT. That. Yes. Like, she actually told me one time that she got really rock and roll one night and she had a gin and tonic. And blasted some Ed Sheeran. And, uh, uh, yeah, that. Yeah. Not that there's that, anything that. wrong with Ed but Sheeran. For her, that but is yes, like, yeah. like some of your friends. Are, are are partying until like 6.30 in the morning, e- even on lockdown. Yes. With, with the Colombian marching powder. Indeed. In their own homes. In their own homes. Yeah, so they're not socialising, which in a way makes it worse. <laughs> which in a way makes it worse. Uh, <laughs> Hello, friends. Cool. Hello. Uh, we love you. Um, whereas this woman is like, oh my God, I'm so rock and roll. I had 
a double G and T and parted until eleven thirty with Ed Sheeran. Oh my word! <laughs> like that. That was pretty good, right? Very good. Okay. Yeah. So she is quite posh. She's really nice. And she she has a man now and a kid. I I, I met her when she was still single. Anyway, she's right. obsessed with her kid. She's obs- like a doting mother. You can't talk to her about anything but her kid. Anyway, so she very kindly uh, I offered. She fled the city uh, when lockdown came because uh, she's going to have another kid and she's got a kid and she fled to the countryside with her parents. And she asked me if I could look after her house and I said yeah. And I said can I can I um, use your house to write in um, to give Sylph some space and it gives me a little bit of space and you know it's it's a different it's kind of like going to the office so it helps me get down to business mm. right and and she very kindly said of course so I, I and she said I turned the water off uh, knowing that they were going to be gone for a while and but she said by all means turn it back on again I don't know how to turn it back on again and it's fine Right. Mm. So I, I'm in there uh, one day writing. Right. As you do. A- and I feel a need. OK. Well, I feel need, a need to write. Excellent. No, no, so you, you felt in- inspiration. Are you being deliberately? Yes. What's I the am. word? OK. Um, so I felt a need because I'd had a lot of coffee. Now, how close for the listeners who don't know, how close is uh, your friend's property to your own? Oh, well, you know, like over the road. Right. Yeah. So like, like you know, 30 seconds. Right. So you don't even, you know, the lockdown didn't even matter because I, I don't even put my shoes on going to her house. Right. Mm. Um, because I'm, I'm not, I'm just like going across. It, it, I'm like walking 20 feet. Right. Mm. So I have a need for, for a wee. Right. So and, and I and I go to the loo. there are other needs. And, and yeah, there are other needs. And, and I go. Mind and then, you, not so much when you've had all those eggs. Well, you see, um, so it's it's too late by the time to think, oh, oh, God, they've switched the water off. Shit. What am I going to do? You've made use of the facility. Yeah. So I flush and it flushes. And it's oh, fine, right? right? Okay. So I'm like, oh, cool. Well, not a problem, right? So then, so I was like, because I don't understand how these things work. And, and so I was like, oh, I d- didn't even think of it again. So the next day I'm there again, and I'm having a lot of coffee. Coffee does stuff to you. It's a I, I know you get that mm. with your tea, right? Indeed. Where you start feeling a knocking. I mean, the, uh, yes. I mean, it's caffeine is a diuretic. It would not just a diuretic, but for also, you know, it gets things moving along. It shifts. It's. St- I read something like it's not just the caffeine, but it's also the warmth mm. that it relaxes your sphincter. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If we're going to go there, it, re- it, re- it relaxes your sphincter, right? At Costa Coffee, we care about your sphincter. <laughs> And we make our coffee extra warm. Yeah. For you. So I start feeling a need of a different kind to the one the need that I had the day before. Mm. Right. This is more than eggy. Yeah, so, inspired. Yeah, you need to get off the eggs because you're really freaking around. Right. Dookie, you're really freaking You have a palate of the fuckers. <laughs> Dookie, I'm gonna leave some outside of your front door. Uh um so with the, I sort of thought for a second that maybe I should go home. Right. Mm. And then I thought, nah, flushed yesterday. It'll be fine. Right. So I go and I, I take care of business. Right. You take care of business. The business. Right. I take care of it. And. The toilet doesn't flush. It doesn't flush. Right. Did it nearly flush? Did you have no. a full sense? No. This is like so nothing. You, you. Nothing. Right. So at you this engage, point. You I'm engage like, the. The the lever lever the, yeah and nothing not a not a peep so and then I go to turn on the sink you know there's nothing it's like you know like washing hands nothing right so I like so I go screaming down to the kitchen and and try the water there on the sink and unfortunately there was a trickle so I managed to wash my hands right mm. and then I go running back up and I'm like frantically oh, a human being has never been so scared in their life. None of us know how long the obvious is going to last for. No. So the big fear here is uh, you, you could have left a little present. Oh, uh, terrifying. And your friend and her bob and possibly her new, 
newly born child oh, God. would be subjected to. Your little nugget of goodness. Duke, if he comes running home to get me, the, the, like, I'm going to be able to help. So we go, this is the odd things that lockdown brings. We go running across with, like, we've got a bucket in the house and we've got a big saucepan. So we fill them both up with water. I really like where this is going. Yeah, and we go. You're going to fish it out. Scream. Girl, don't be disgusting, <laughs> Dookie. So we go, like, thinking that we'll just pour all this water down. That was the thought. So we go running over, sloshing water everywhere, go burst into the house. I don't even want to tell Sylv this is going well, on wait, because wait, wait. of the so shame. Are, are, you, are you fishing it out like No, a, God, don't be disgusting. Or, you, or are you adding water to the we're system? We're adding water. What do you think we're going to do? Well. <laughs> we got water. We got filled buckets up with water. Mm. So we, we go over and we, we start pouring all this water down their toilets. I mean, how about Googling, you know, how to turn the mains water well, on? Well, see, now, see, that's the thing, because I'm scrolling back through her original text. See, I'm even making that little thumb motion right now. Um, she is. The scrolling, and, and, I'm, and she says, you mm. can turn the water back on. It's just that you have to do it in the middle of the neighborhood, because doing it in our house, our plumber said it's impossible to access. So we're running all over the neighborhood looking for... What are those things that, that, that you have to pull up? You you pull them up in the... Why are you looking at me? Right. You're pulling them up in the street. You know, like... Those manhole Like a manhole thing. cover. Right. Yeah, we're running all over the neighborhood looking for a manhole cover. Like, even if we could lift it out of the ground, we'd know what the fuck we're doing. So then I think, well, maybe I could... I could text her um but what am i gonna do say oh sorry i just accidentally took a shit in your house that i can't flush so i need you to tell me how to turn the water on so i can't do that right it is awkward so yes. we're dumping all this water With down the emphasis on the word dump yeah and um and then in a moment of sheer blind panic you know the most i think i've never been so scared in my life mm. i i make a a, a a pushing motion towards the the flush mechanism. Mm. Dookie, mm. it flushed. <sighs> Divine intervention. Oh my god! It was the most beautiful moment of my life. <sighs> Dookie, I think she was going to cry. You don't know for the joy. So that strange things that we've done during lockdown. Very, Dookie, we've got one last one. Talk to me. Well, actually, before that. I just need to make a recommendation before we talk about the final strange thing that we've done. Can I make a make, can I shout out something? Shout it out, baby girl. Okay, so you know how Marcia and I hate cooking. Yes. I hate it. Oh, God, I hate it. It says I the woman it. who gave me one of the most delicious carrot cakes I've ever had. Well, I hate cooking, but oh, I don't hate. I don't mind a bit of baking. You like a baking? Yeah, yeah, baking, baking I do the, with a bit of love. Or, right, is the odd one out. I I hate cooking, Dookie, but. Uh, Sylv's got me under this thing, and I think you've watched it now, too. If I said a name to you, Claire Saffitz. Oh, from Bon Appetit. Yeah. Yes. YouTube channel. Is it also a magazine that you can purchase in the Americas? Bon Appetit's a magazine, right. yeah. One of those, how do I know that with such authority? Uh, yeah, do I don't you know, know how I know that. I don't know how I know that. Uh, it's, a, it's one of those really slick, glossy, like, probably costs a lot of money magazines. We've had a, a watch party Via the YouTube Bon Appetit uh, channel. Yeah, it, yeah. And we've been watching Claire Savitz. Is that her surname? S-A-F-F-I-T-Z, uh, -I, I think. Right. Savitz. I love her so hard. Don't you love her? She's fab. So, uh, Fabulous. People need to know that... Um, even if you hate cooking, this is she does such great clips because she makes gourmet versions of like crappy American foods. Pringles. Pringles. Starburst. Yes. Snickers. Oh, watch the Starburst one first. Oreos. Because she really struggles with that. And the thing that I love about her. Cadbury's cream eggs. Oh, cream eggs. The thing that I love about her is that she's not like every other chef on television that is, oh, oh, this is so breezy. Oh, this is so fun. I'm loving this so much. You see her in the throes of, oh, my God, I just can't do this anymore. This is just impossible. Shit goes down. But she's so sweet about it. And I love all her colleagues. I feel like I work there. 
it's compelling viewing. Yes. People look her up because it's just it's such good fun to watch her make recreate these things and and not always massively succeeding not always no so some of them like yeah you do want that version of it it. yeah but some of them she's like totally nailed it and it looks like a really really great version of an oreo Mm. others of them she's like imagine you're feeling a failure right now and then double it because that's (laughs) what i'm going through which is part of her charm i don't know if that's an odd thing to do during lockdown uh, lockdown i guess it's just odd because none of the three of us are really into cooking no okay should we talk about the final thing yes this is very special i think we need to have irene's kind of singing here because some people like martha might not necessarily remember this like martha didn't you didn't remember this song did you now i i this i i was sort of like kind of sounded familiar but i didn't really yeah so like you might not remember it or you might not have been around when it first came out or whatever. So, but if you, so maybe listen to the original first. Paul Hardcastle's 19. Dookie. Mm. A weird thing to do? What we've done? A great thing to do. A non-standard thing to do. It's yes, the, okay. The, non-standard. Put it this way. How many singles come out and credit a radio show? Stroke podcast. You guys did a really good job. You guys had made it really funny. It was a real honour to be asked by past Dukey Radio Show guest David Harmon to contribute voices to a reboot of Paul Hardcastle's 19. 19 for our lockdown time. Indeed. In December 2019, the world became aware of a new viral infection that was spreading from the Far East. Appearing to be a localized illness at first, the virus soon made its way across the planet faster than Bonovox to a charity photo opportunity. Some believe this disease was just another case of the sniffles, but it wasn't. Clutched by the fear of an oncoming apocalypse, the population started panic buying all the essentials for dealing with a virus that attacks the respiratory system. In 2018, the average number of toilet rolls in the UK household was three. In March 2020, it was 19. In, in, in March 2020, it was 19. In, in, in March 2020, it was 19. In, 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 in March 2020, it was 19. No, 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 19, 19, 19, 19. I didn't know what the heck was going on. Aldi, what's that? And none of them received their avocado deliveries. As the illness spread, the population was sent home and into a period of isolation. Initially delighted to be able to spend more time with Peppa Pig and Joe Wicks in his suspiciously tidy living room, the isolation soon took its toll on the sanity of the populace. Some even succumbed to folk music thoughts. Almost 21 days after the beginning of isolation, some people are still fighting the war on their own buying decisions. listen to the original and then i was like oh so yeah he really did like a faithful 
recreation just funny right yeah yeah absolutely uh, david Harmon is a, a synth whiz and you know naturally the paul hardcastle track you know meant the world to him uh, when david it came Harmon. out can i just give a shout out to david Harmon? hello david i just need to say that he on facebook he's one of the funniest people on facebook agreed like he hardly ever posts though which makes me really sad but when he does when he does like there are a few people in this world that when they post they will just have me crying laughing and he's one of them so he just brings the joy of life to social media he's not one of those people that's just like posting oh donald trump's a dick or something you know where those people tend to post a lot do people post things like Uh, that I, I hadn't noticed. Right. So, whereas the people, it's a shame because the people are f- f- like really funny. He, David, you need to post more if you're listening to this because um, he's so funny. And then he took that humor into redoing this song and having you guys guest on it. And it was so funny. And the video is amazing. The video is amazing. The video is so good. The, the track is faithful to the original yet has enough modern tweaks to make it 2020 friendly. I'm very proud of the Duty yeah. radio show for having participated in yeah. this yeah and it was uh, fun and, uh, it was a lot of fun and it that's fun. that's something that we normally you know would not have done it's normally not done and yeah. uh yay us yay us and you know yay for technology that makes us able to do this stuff even though we can't be together Indeed. You know, what could, What would we be doing if we didn't have technology? You know, I'm not, you know, Sylv, I know that you're not a fan of the of the Zoom. But, you know, for the rest of us, we're like, uh, thank God, right? A real lifeline. Absolutely. I think maybe I need to go to my neighbors now and, and take a shit. Well, that is indeed your lot. The one thing that I'm going to have in my mind for a long while is a pallet of eggs and six wagon wheels worth of loo roll. Which is quite fitting because you've been listening to Eggs and Arsewipe. My name is Dookie and I've been your host. Until next time, may the worst of tomorrow be the best of yesterday. Thanks. For listening. Half a pound of tuppenny rice, half a pound of treacle. That's the way the money goes. Pop goes the weasel. Facebook. Click on your mouse to our Facebook page. to find it will not take an age Facebook www.facebook.com forward slash the Dukey Radio Show the Dukey Radio Show the thin white Dukey is right click your way to the Dukey Radio Show Facebook page www.facebook.com forward slash The Dukey Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show The Dukey Radio Show